Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Greener Side, a podcast about moving to and living in another part of the world. In this show, we talk to and with Filipinos who have emigrated and are studying or working outside of the Philippines. I'm Kring Lakson, and I am your host for this show. Today, we explore the land down under, Australia. A country of 25 million people, Australia is considered one of the best countries to live in because of its high quality of life. The nation has a well-developed public health system, a high-income economy, and a tolerant and multicultural society. Today's guest has lived in Aussie since 2019, moving to the country under a partnership visa. Today, she tells us about how she got this visa and how one could come to Australia under a work visa. So without further ado, here's Stephanie Hamisola. Hi, Steph. Hello. Could you tell us a bit about yourself before we begin interviewing you? Okay. So, <laughs> I don't even know how to start. Um, so, I'm Steph. I have been um, working since 2014, as in in the Philippines, and then here in Australia in 2019. And yeah, I've been here since then. Um, plan was to go back in 2019 for a wedding, but got cancelled because of COVID and all. So, yeah, uh, we've been stuck here for um, two years straight now which is the longest that I've been away from my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're in Melbourne at the moment. You were there from 2019. What visa did you apply for? Could you tell me the backstory of that visa? Yeah, so the visa that I got was um, a partner visa. Um, so it's linked to my husband's temporary skill shortage visa. And because young nature of that visa is that if I'm a partner of a person carrying TSS for short, TSS 482 visa, then naturally like all the rights that that visa has would be applied to me. That includes working, um, working um, without a cap because for students, there's a cap. So pag, um, TSS 482, there's no cap for that one. And I'm also not linked to one employer because for Ian, which is the main holder of that visa he's only linked to the employer who sponsored him which is not applicable to me because i'm a partner so yeah that's it okay so you came there under the partnership visa with ian so did ian apply for a work visa and then he got accepted he moved there no so with ian um how he got the visa is it's sort of a benefit in his employer's side. So from the Philippines, because your employer is a global company and he got assigned here in Melbourne, they just sponsored him. And then, yeah, that's it. So really what happened was their employer pretty much covered everything for us to go here. Wow, nice. Perks. 
Exactly. Sobrang unexpected surprise. And for you to be considered a partner, did you two have to get married or pwedeng girlfriend-boyfriend lang? Technically, pwede namang um, girlfriend-boyfriend lang. You only need to prove your relationship. Like, the seriousness of the relationship. Na you actually have a plan of marrying each other, like, in the future. So, there's no pressure on that end. Like, you just need to provide bank statements. Na parang meron kayong joint account, maybe. And then, perhaps a contract or a proof na you've been living together because that's one of the main things. Like, dapat you've been um, living together for at least a year in order for you to be considered like a serious partner. And then, yeah, so there's a, a lengthy document also that you need to provide basically telling your story. So yun, parang yun yung parang medyo fun part ng requirement kasi you get to like actually write. So yun, I had fun with that one. So nagsulat ako ng story namin of how we met how we got together, and then I've also compiled photos to prove na yun nga, legit yung relationship namin, basically. And then, yeah, then the key thing for that document is to appeal to compassion. Sabi nila na parang you need to appeal to compassion, meaning be sincere para mag-grant yung visa mo. Mm, okay, I see. So the employer helped you both to get to Australia under the T. TS-22? Anong tawag? TSS-482. TSS-482. So on your end, what documents did you need to secure to help the employer? So from my end, yung standard, meaning like yung normal documents lang, like birth certificate, IDs. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Passport record ng travel mo and also proof for me na nakakuha na ako ng visa for Australia before. Because I visited as a tourist in 2017. So yeah, that helped, I guess. Because they had a background check about me and they know that legit person ako. So the only thing that they needed to check was our relationship, like if it's legit or not. So yon, there's that. And then the so partnership side, one of them is the one that I mentioned, which is the proof of our relationship, like statement of our relationship. And then to support that, we were also requested to provide testament from our friends na like they actually know us and we've been a couple from this time and this time la 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 parang character reference but for relationships and then joint bank account statement and then proof that we've been living together like contracts bills ganon yun na siya basically as in talagang parang two parts lang siya about yourself and then for relationship things like yun nga to provide yung legitimacy ng relationship okay and how long did it take before you got your visa Oh, mabilis lang. And this was pre-COVID, of course. So, as nung pinasa na namin yung visa namin, I got uh, news na na-approve siya after two days. Wow! Ang bilis! Sobrang bilis! Oo. Also, sorry, um, one more thing na nilumutan kong uh, i-mention. As part of the requirement then, yung employer niya, kailangan din mag-provide ng letter confirming na they are covering me as well. Are responsible for the things that I do, basically, dito. Na parang they're vouching for me. Yun. Pero yung two days lang, bilis, di ba? Ang bilis nga. Nakaka-amaze. As in, kaya nga sobrang, lalo na pag narinig ko yung kwento ng mga people na really wanting to go here or even other countries, lalo kong nagiging thankful of how it all happened. Kasi, yun nga, as in talagang, I was prepared to wait for, for months, if worst case scenario. But yeah, sobrang bilis lang talaga. Mm, and it, does it normally just take, you know, that shorter time frame? If I'm applying by myself mm. for a work visa, would it take longer? Yes, I guess. If you don't have 
an employer covering for you basically kasi for yung sa amin din kasi what what expedited it was the fact na there's an employer already because for that visa you really need an employer vouching for you confirming na yes this person is going to Australia and is working for us and ganito yung skill set niya kaya siya valid go here kasi obviously for Australia they also want to protect labor force and to to give jobs to Australians so yeah that's why um that's why yun yung key thing like really finding employers to cover your visa kasi yun pero ang maganda doon is kapag nakakuha ka ng employer na mag mag sponsor sa yo is that by law sila dapat ang magbabayad ng lahat ng expenses mo even your flight going here. Yun. So, yun yung maganda. As in, talagang hindi ka nila, hindi rin nila against the law yun if mabawa mag-make sila ng arrangements sa'yo na talagang yun na, okay, Kring, papapuntahin ka namin dito and babayara namin muna yung visa mo and all that expenses pero babawas namin sa sweldo mo after. I mean, pretty good deal pa rin siya, di ba? Pero yun, hindi siya pwede. Um, So, dapat sila talaga magbayad ng lahat ng yon. Oo, kasi marami rin nasa scam ngayon na parang sinasabi we have a job offer for you, tas scam lang pala. Mm-mm, ang daming news na ganyan dito, like um, Filipinos going here, tapos expecting na may ganitong job, and then yun pala, gagawin lang silang parang slave, which is sad pa. So, if I'm coming from the Philippines, can I apply for like a work visa na hindi tali sa employer? Is there such a thing? Or do I have actually have to apply and get an employer before getting a work visa. Yeah, you you need to get an employer. And also, I know na meron siyang parang bond. Kung, mag, kung, kung mag-end na yung, yung contract mo with that employer, you also need to go home. Like 60 days after that ended. Because yeah, obviously, you can still stay if you find another employer to sponsor you in 60 days. But if not, you need to go home. Or if the employer you have decides to extend the visa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So parang it can work both ways. Like either you extend or yun nga, ma-terminate. So yun, basta parang ang ang go, ang key dun sa type ng visa na yun, which is 482, is tied ka to that employer. Mm. Parang yun yung parang pinaka-standard nila for visa na, na working. Kasi they have lighter ones, I believe. Na parang short, short-term skilled um, temporary visa, which is pretty much the same visa, pero mas magsi yung time frame. Kasi yung visa namin ngayon, until four years. Okay. Um, so yun, parang kumbaga, i-renew lang siya ng i-renew if needs be. But yun, meron mga mas short, mm-hmm. like project-based. Okay. So, for any Filipinos, kasi alam naman natin, nakikita that sa Facebook na, A lot of Filipinos want to move elsewhere. Yeah. So for Filipinos who want to go to the land down under, mm. what are your tips for Filipinos looking for work? Huh. Well, the first thing that I'm gonna suggest is tignan nila yung skilled occupation list ng Australia because I know for a fact that a lot of the jobs in that list are the jobs na maraming kumukuha sa Filipinos like um engineering, architecture, healthcare related things, nursing, doctors, PTs, mga ganon. Ang dami, lalo na sa healthcare industry, ang daming mga Pinoy dito na yun yung trabaho nila. So yun, even marketing for for our role, project management, public relations, 
advertising, I think, is one of them as well. So, yun, check that um, and then take it from there. As soon as makita mo na nandun yung role mo and nandun yung expertise mo, next thing you just need to do is to um, get an organization, which is nakalist na rin sa, sa website ng Australia. Um, get an organization to vet your skills, like to vouch for your skills na, okay, skill talaga tong person na to in this field. And then yun, um, from, from there, madali na lang talaga. As in, you don't even need an immigration lawyer. Kasi hindi rin nila nire-recommend that like, you get an, an immigration lawyer because that's the whole point why they're trying to make the entire process straightforward. Na parang send mo yung documents mo online and then makaka-receive ka rin ng email online na parang okay, approve na yung visa mo or you need to provide more information, la la la. But yun, obviously, it takes a lot of time and effort in order for you to actually get your visa. You just need to pay close attention to the details, ganun. Kasi very particular sila sa ganun. Na parang dapat kung ano yung hinihingi nila for that particular document, dapat nandoon talaga. Mm-mm. Okay, alright. We will keep that in mind. Yes. At sa mga gustong magpunta sa Australia, mm. just take note of what uh, Steph said about moving there and working there. Yes, so Steph, noong 2019, mm-hmm. when you moved to Australia, what were your first impressions? What did you notice were the big differences between Australia and the Philippines or just Melbourne and Manila? Ang dami. As in, sobrang sili nito. Pero yung first thing talaga is one, yung mga homeless dito, naka-Nike, girl. Wow. Naka-Nike sila. Tapos, kapag kayong binibigyan sila ng mga pagkain, sobrang iba. Kahit sila malataas ang standard nila talaga, ibang klase, bibigyan sila ng isang box ng pizza and then makikita mo yung pizza, parang ang nakain lang nila, isang slice and only half eaten. Like, oh, oh my God! Sa Philippines, grabe na parang kumbaga talagang lahat gagawin para makakain, ba? Diba? Kasi syempre, ganun tayo kahit nga, kahit nga ako nung, nung nasa Philippines ako, nakakaranas talaga ako ng pecho to pecho. <laughs> Pagkinigyan ako na isang box ng pizza, hindi ko papabitami lang yan. Siyempre. Tungalan <laughs> 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 lang tayo. Tulirius nga lang. Parang treat na sa atin yun dati sa Makati, di ba? Medyo mahal kasi. Dito iba. So, yun yung talaga yung first thing na napansin ko na parang grabe. Sinabi mo ba sa homeless na mag-share na lang kayo ng slice? <laughs> <laughs> May mga batang hindi nakakakain. Tapos <laughs> sabihin ko sa kanya, hindi, talagang wala. Inachapwera in- in- niya, ganun. So, yun. Yun yung, key, yun yung isa sa mga una kong na-notice. And then, syempre, mayroong mga bigger things like transportation na hindi mo na-realize na- ko na hindi ko pala kailangang ma-stress ng sobra sa biyahe. Pwede palang hindi. <laughs> Pwede palang pag-elbow para lang makasakay ako sa bus sa triangle. Yung mga ganun, walang, walang ganun, walang ganun layer sa everyday commute ko. And then, um, what else? Ano pa? Ah, work environment. So, work environment. Um, I really noticed na people here are more chill and they're not too hung up on titles. I mean, not everyone, obviously. Meron pa rin medyo mga people na I'm, I'm like this and that, so you need to treat me a certain way. Merong ganon, pero like hindi yun yung normal. Unlike sa Philippines, kasi parang, syempre, it's one of the beautiful things na we were exposed to sa Philippines. I'd say beautiful because um, meron tayong certain level of respect 
sa mas nakakataas sa atin or sa elderly, mga ganon. Dito, parang asin talagang chill lang na parang may mga makakausap ako sa, sa work na head ng marketing tapos around same age ng mga parents, ganyan. Kung baga normally sa Philippines, tatawagin mo na yung mga Miss whatever. Ma'am, ma'am sir. Oh, ma'am. Lagi mo ipopots. Parang sobrang dapat hindi ka masyado nag-share ng opinion. <laughs> parang mga ganun. Parang hindi ka masyadong makaka-offend. <laughs> Dito hindi. As in talagang sobrang you're free to really have a, an actual intellectual conversation with these people and actually share what you think and learn from them and also they them learning from you as well. So yun, parang mas liberating in that sense. And yun, kumbaga parang mas nararamdaman ko na relax. And also, they really value work-life balance. Na parang hindi ka tulad sa Philippines na, kasi obviously sa field natin before, which is um, um, public relations for everyone's reference. Um, sa pop, sa PR, kapag pumapasok kayo sa office dati, talagang as in hustle, ganyan, meetings there, emails, whatever, gawa ng deck, ganon. Talagang focus ka sa work palagi. Though may mga fun times sa parang in-between, pero parang sobrang rare yon. Kasi syempre yun nga, ganon tayo eh. Ganon yung culture natin talagang hustle, kayod talaga palagi. Ganun. Dito hindi. Kung baga parang dito, kapag ka may nag-stop by sa desk mo at tinanong ka nila, oh, Oh, hi Steph, how are you? They really want to have a small talk. Yeah. As in, yung small talk na yun would last like 45 minutes. Tapos parang ako, oh my God. Sa so 45 minutes na yun, ang dami ko ng email na replyan. Ang dami ko <laughs> ng resolve na issue. Pero sige, gusto mo makipagkwentuhan eh. Kasi kung baga parang, kapag hindi mo ginawa, parang ang KJ mo. Parang gano'n, parang doon sila nababad trip. So yun, yun yung mga culture shocks for me. Kasi asan talaga pagdating ko dito, ang ginagawa ko lang, pag tinatunang nila ako, hi, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you? That's it. <laughs> Talagang, okay na. Okay, you're good. Fine. Alright, back to work. Hindi na ganun masyado. Kung bagasin talagang nagkapagkwentuhan na ako, ganyan. So yun, yun yung mga naiisip ko na pag bumalik ako ng Pilipinas, sobra akong mag adjust ulit. Kasi iba, iba. Parang mas, mas relaxed. I would say na, and I don't want to start a war here, but Australia hmm. and New Zealand have the same culture. Hmm. So, dito same din na sobrang chill. Diba? And pag 5pm, sasabihin ng boss mo, umuwi ka na. <laughs> as in, diba? As in, on the dot. As in, parang may, nag, may, may time pa nga nung bago ako, na parang may 4.59 pa lang. Yung katapat ko, nagsusuot na ng jacket, nagsusuot na, nagdilagpit na ng laptop. Ganyan pa nasisip ko, ha? 4.59 pa lang? Talaga? Pwede <laughs> na? <laughs> Hindi ako sanay. <laughs> Kasi... I mean, yun nga. I mean, it's not like talking bad about work culture in the Philippines, really. It's just one of those things na sobrang different. Na parang yeah. dito kasi, sobrang normal lang sa kanila na parang, ah, okay, sige. Uwi tayo on time. No big deal. Parang ganun. I think the reason why ayaw din nilang overtime ka kasi wala rin silang OTP. Exactly. Exactly. Wala silang ganun. So, yun. Kaya nakakatuwa kasi parang mas na ma-manage mo yung time mo din, like on a personal level. Na parang yun nga, pag uwi mo, ganyan. And also, yun nga, makaka-uwi ka ng maaga kasi hindi ka makakaranas ng traffic. Hindi mo na kailangan i-factor in yung traffic kasi yung train, kumbaga, same lang yung travel time niya all day, like every day. So, yun, alam mo na by this time, makaka-uwi ka na, makakapag-prepare ka na ng dinner, workout, ganyan-ganyan. Yun. Mm-mm. So, working from home ka pa rin ba? Ngayon, hindi. Most days, nasa office ako because I'm training, Paul. Kasi may mga newbies kami. So, yun. Pagpapasok ako sa office most of the time. But yeah, meron big days na nag-work from home mm-hmm. So, could you tell me, what are the cons naman? So, mm-hmm. there are so many pros. What are the yeah. cons of living there? 
Well, syempre, first is away from your family. And yun nga, as you know, sobrang close ko sa family ko. Like, until those extended family ko, na yung mga cousins ko and all. And I really miss them. And especially, like, being away from them during pandemic, like, adds up to that level na parang sobrang gusto mo to be beside them. Kasi syempre, parang you're anxious about their health. And at the same time, sila din about me. Na parang yun nga, iniisip nila. Parang okay lang ba siya, ganyan-ganyan. So yun, may mga ganun lang na parang nakakamiss kasi um, talagang dito kami lang ni Ian yung magkasama and hindi ako used to like having few people around me kasi yun nga, growing up, pagising ko pa lang sa bahay, maririnig ko na lahat ng mga kapatid ko na nag-iingay sa labas, tapos yung tita ko nasa kabilang bahay lang. Mga ganun, yun, yun yung isang con. Um, and then second would be, medyo shallow to. <laughs> Sige lang. <laughs> Um, yung, ano ko, size, size ng damit ko. <laughs> okay. Um, sa totoo lang, <laughs> para lang makahanap ako ng damit na, na um, sakto sa akin. Mumibili ako sa, ano, sa kid section. <laughs> oh, how tragic. <laughs> <laughs> sa kid section ako bumibili. Ganon ang difference ng size. Talagang yung, yung katawan ko, pang preteen. <laughs> Kaya pala puro, puro midriff ang suot mo. Alam na din, skin section talaga. lang. Oo, I mean, sa Philippines pa naman, mahilig na talaga ako sa crop top. Pero yun, para lang makahanap ako ng maayos na damit, na talaga sakto yung fit sa akin, kailangan. Sa kid section ako. But also, say, at the same time, meron naman ako nahanap ng mga Asian brand na nabibilhan ko. So, which is good. Ano pa bang isang con? It's not really a con, but rather like a challenge, which is yung being legit independent na talagang wala kang maasahan. Hindi naman kasi <laughs> um, ano ba, parang wala kang fallback plan aside from us both. Talagang kailangan namin mag-work together to make sure. Kung hindi pa naman kami umaabot sa point na talaga, shit, paano na tayo? Ganyan. Wala naman kaming ganong experience pa. Pero isa lang yun sa naiisip ko, like, especially nung dumating ako dito, na parang pag may nangyari, it's really just us. Na parang kailangan talaga namin to make sure na we have each other covered, mga ganon, and that our savings are secure. Hindi kami yung parang waldas and all. Yun, kumbaga yung mga ganun. Kasi syempre talaga, hindi ka malayo yung pamilya namin. Kapag kami nangyari, like health-wise, wag naman sana. Kailangan, ready kami. Ready kami palagi. Yun. Mm-hmm. So, when you came there to Australia, naka-open job visa ka, no? So, wala ka pang work non So, could you yes. tell me what your job application process was like? Hmm. So, for me, because... I've never been unemployed since I graduated. So, sobrang tough nun for me. Kasi like, for reference lang, nung graduate ako ng college, before pa ako magmarcha, meron ng trabaho naghihintay. So, asin talagang wala akong time to be unemployed. So, hindi ko alam how it feels to be unemployed. And yun, dun lang ako naging unemployed during that time. So, pagdating ko dito, enjoy ko siya mga one day, two days max. Kasi yung yung half nung second day, nasa-stress na ako, umiiyak na ako. Dun lang talaga. Asin talaga, yun, akong trabaho. Kaya ako naiyak kasi pumata kami ng Zara tapos may gusto akong damit. Tapos binili ko yung damit worth $60. Like, pair siya, top and bottom. Tapos pag uwi ko, naiyak ako. Sa isip ko talaga, parang ano ba yan? Nakapalamukha ako. Bumili pa ako ng damit. Wala nang akong trabaho. Doon nag-sink in sa akin na parang, oh shit, wala akong trabaho. So yun, parang kumbaga it's very challenging for me kasi yun nga, nasa ganong mindset ako na hindi talaga ako sanay 
But um, what happened was, as in talagang right after that, like second day, I started strategizing. Like I treated it as a pitch deck for myself. Ang ginawa ko, as in talagang nag-ends ka na ko, environments ka na ko, like, okay, how's the creative industry in Australia? Ano ba yung messaging nila? Like parang in gist, ano ba yung, paano ba sila mag-communicate to employees? or potential candidates, paano nila pinaposition yung sarili nila. As in, I really did my research and I edited my resume to match theirs. So, parang okay, napansin ko na sa field ko, ang gusto nila, ma-personality. As in, talagang, kumbaga, papakita mo yung personality mo through your resume, meaning my character. Hindi kayong parang masyadong straightforward na katulad sa Philippines, normal na, okay, ito yung experience ko, ito yung achievements ko, nakahighlight sa cover letter, send. Hindi ganon. As in, talagang, even in having to send a cover letter na tinanong nila kung i-describe mo yung sarili mo in a song, ano yun? Anong wow. song yun and why? Yun yung cover letter, yun yung gusto nilang cover letter. So yun, I think that's one technique for them to know kung ikaw ba yung type ng person na nagbabasa ng job ad bago ka mag-apply right. ka lang ba? Ganon. Which is clever, right? Yeah. Yun yung napansin ko. So kailangan kung itweak yung resume ko to match theirs, to match their palette, basically. So that's what I did and I am fortunate na after a year of editing and sending my resume kasi this is really the first time na nag-edit ako ng resume for every single job that I applied to which is yun naman yung tip talaga ever since ng mga professionals right pero hindi ko siya ginagawa before kasi I never felt the need to do so so yun ngayon nag-edit talaga ako ng resume for your reference ang nangyari is I would sit in front of a computer starting 9 o'clock until five or even six and then ang ma-applyan ko lang mga six jobs or maybe five. Yes. Okay. So, sobrang ako siya in-edit talaga. After a month of job search, sobrang swerte ko na I got employed by Coles under JPG as project coordinator at first. And then yun, sobrang laking blessing. Kasi before ko kunin yung job na yun, I even had existing applications sa creative agencies. Pero yun, parang naisip ko talaga, ayoko na, <laughs> ayoko na, Ayoko nang i-risk. I just took the job and yun, sobrang swerte kasi naisip ko na if I took yung job sa creative agencies, my employment would have been at risk, especially during the pandemic kasi right. ako yung newbie during that time and maraming business na nag-shut down during that phase. So yun, and yun, swerte ako na during pandemic, yung calls, which is yung employer ko, and they're, they're a supermarket brand, so sila yung nag-thrive pa during pandemic, which meant Uh-oh. all the more na na-secure yung job ko during that very uncertain time. Yeah, because calls is an essential service, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. so talaga kasi hindi nag-stop yung operations and mas naging busy pa, ganun. So parang yun yung mga key observations ko na na-realize ko na pa, ah, okay, so business is booming, so okay lang yung job ko. I can breathe. Mm-hmm. Yo. And how's your career progression there? I think I saw from your Instagram story that you had, um, ano tawag dito, a promotion. Yes. Congrats. Oh, sobrang happy. I think after one year, six months, Yo, na-promote ako to senior project coordinator kaya ako nag-train ng people ngayon. 
Pero yun, kaya, kaya sobrang happy. Isa yun sa mga napansin ko rin na very appreciative sila. I don't know if it's just um, my employer, kung sobrang swerte ko lang ba sa employer ko. Pero yun yung napansin ko na parang if you are doing a good job, they would definitely let you know and would give you rewards for that. Na parang it doesn't go unnoticed. Like when they say your efforts doesn't go unnoticed, they actually mean it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, which is great, the right? No, naman. It must feel so good to be acknowledged. Exactly. Sobra, sobrang, sobrang swerte. Kaya nga, sobrang thankful ko talaga sa employer ko and all. Kasi, ano, yun nga, um, na-promote ako without even asking for it. Like, hindi mm-hmm. ko during our assessment. Malaking blessing talaga na I took this job over other ongoing applications that I had before. Kasi mm-hmm. yung, sa, bukod sa mababait yung kawork ko, I learned a lot from them. Like, a different side of marketing because I've been working in marketing pero advertising, public relations, digital, more on that side. But now, mas sobra ako na-exposed dun sa design and packaging which is really interesting to me. Yun. And what other uh, differences did you notice between you know your colleagues in Australia versus colleagues back home well one di ako makapagsabi ng charot pero yung yung seryoso difference between them that would be I think in relation to what I said would be humor um, iba yung humor nila mahilig sila sa mga ano self-deprecating humor which is something na I really like <laughs> um, so yung gusto nila yung mga ganon tapos hindi sila kayod kung kayod during that shift or yung time na nasa office kayo. Like, if you wanted to chat about your favorite band, your favorite movie in the middle of the day, sobrang okay siya. As in, welcome even. Like, it's not just fine, it's welcome. Like, having that conversation. Parang they like bands, as they call it. Yun, yun yung parang main Parang kasi they're both inspiring and intelligent and all. Like, based on mga naka-work ko in the Philippines and also here. But those are the key things, I'd say. Iba yung humor nila. And also, yun nga, they like non-work-related chats. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, similar naman dito. Uh, I think mm-hmm. every 10 to 11 a.m., somewhere mm-hmm. on those times, lagi akong lumalabas para magkape mm-hmm. with uh, three of my colleagues. No. <laughs> Oo, wala lang. Magkakape lang kami. Oh. Sige, we ta- we'll take our time. Masaya <laughs> Oo, ang saya. Oh. Tapos, ayun nga, hindi rin sila very strict dito. Ang important sa kanila is that you do your job. It doesn't mm. matter how long. If it takes you three hours, then great. Mm. Like, for me, it was only here when I was able to work out every lunchtime. Oh Parang sinabi ko lang sa boss ko, boss, ano naman, gusto kong mag-work out ng lunchtime kasi nasa tapat lang naman yung gym. Uh. Sabi niya, sige. <laughs> oh, I think it's a, it's kind of a cultural thing here and there na a lot of people use their lunchtime to work out yeah. instead of actually having lunch. Yeah. Sa so office nga namin may, may gym talaga. As in, sa basement lang. Pwede kang mag-gym. Tapos, sobrang ako na-amaze kasi mayroon pa silang Pilates bed. Parang ko, oh my God, this is heaven for me. Wow. Sobrang sana all my gym. <laughs> Punta na dito, dali. <laughs> okay lang na. So, tapat lang naman ang office namin eh. Uh-oh. Yun. So, yun. Parang yun nga. Yun, yun din yung napansin ko na respective talaga sila. At saka, ito pa pala, sorry, one more thing na napansin ko. Kapag kailangan mong umuwi or magstay at home because of a personal thing, like even if it's as simple as yung agent ng apartment namin would come by for an inspection. So, I need to work from home during this day. 
hindi siya big deal. Like, oh, it's yeah. work from home ka. Or parang, um, sorry, kailangan kong mag-half day because may sakit yung aso ko. Kailangan kong umuwi. Mm-mm. Okay lang. <laughs> okay, umuwi ka na. Ganun. Kasi talagang no drama whatsoever. It's fine. As yeah, as, that's true. As long as they know na parang you know your boundaries, basically, na parang alam mo na hindi to something na we just grant because entitled ka to it. Kung baga kung ganun, kung baga may mutual respect between yourself and your job and your employer, that's fine. As long as they know that you you know that. Yeah. I, Yeah, a lot so of times. Dito rin, if I have colleagues who have like, if their partners or their kids are sick, they can take the day off and it's not a problem. Yeah. yeah. And I think part of the reason why that is the case is because yung mga shops then, yung mga services then sa Australia at sa uh, New Zealand, they close at 5 p.m. then on the dot because of work-life balance. True. Kasi talagang wala kang aabutan pag, pag, pag umalis ka lang din ng 5 sa office. Mm-mm. So kung gusto mo magpagupit, hindi pwedeng after 5. Dapat while working or weekend. Oo, weekend. Ganyan. Dumas mahal pag weekend, di ba? Kasi may surcharge. So even yung mga nasa services na yon gets paid like according to sa effort din nila. So you know, which is great, di ba? Na parang, mm, ang galing pala. Pwede palang ganito. Sobrang na-appreciate ko din talaga na sa Philippines nga, very workaholic and also hardworking is the right term. Very yeah. hardworking yung mga tao. Pero yun nga, parang kumbaga, on the flip side, ang galing na pwede palang ganun. Na mababayaran ka ng malaki, pero hindi mo pinapatay yung sarili mo for work. Mm-mm. Working in the Philippines is character building. Yes. Exactly. And I think Filipinos are able to handle stress better, in my opinion. Parang mas capable tayo sa stress. Yeah, I agree. Generally, yun nga, yung Filipinos, parang, depende sa character, I guess. But then, yeah, like, kung titigyan mo siya based on, for me, based on some people that I know, and also, like, looking at the colleagues that I have here, or the people that I know here, as magaling makakope sa stress yung mga Pinoy. Kasi I guess, resilient tayo. <laughs> As you know. <laughs> Now that you've been there for two years, ano? Mm. Do you see yourself staying there for the long term? I hope so. That's the plan at least. But yeah, it all depends like what happens after pandemic, how difficult would it be to actually stay here at this point. Sa totoo lang, um, being a type A person, <laughs> I've given up on planning. Kumbaga yung plano ko hanggang ano na lang, parang the next three days, gano'n. Gano'n na palagi. Kumbaga dati, just ko nung college, yung plano ko na yung 10-year plan ko na for myself. Alam ko na, okay, dito ako mag-end up, magiging boss ako ng marketing. Gano'n, gano'n na yung plano ko. May time, may ano pa ako, gantt chart pa ako nung bata ko. Ngayon wow. wala rin. Kasi <laughs> literal. Meron talaga. May plano talaga ako for myself. Ganyan. Very looking forward to all the things in life. But yeah, this pandemic changed that. So now, I'm taking it like day by day. But yes, that's the intention. Like to stay here in the long run if the circumstance permits. If not, it's not really a bad thing. Because yeah, yung con of being here which is being away from my family. Kumbaga for me, that's 10 times points na parang kumbaga over dun sa mga pros na meron. Enjoy ko lang yung benefits but if it doesn't last then it's fine. Maybe it's time to go. Now that's a very good segue for the most important question of this podcast mm. which is is the grass greener in um, Australia in Melbourne, Australia than in the Philippines? Generally, yes. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. So my basis for that answer is that if I'm thinking of my future family, my kids, and how I want them to grow up, and what environment I want them to be exposed in, it would be here rather than the Philippines. Only because I feel that it would be me setting them up for success, like giving them the best environment may balance of safety and at the same time room for them to mistakes and all kasi sa Philippines parang ang hirap eh parang ini-imagine ko kung ako yung magiging mom feeling ko ngayon nagagets ko na yung mom ko kung bakit niya ako sinishelter ng ganon nung bata ako kasi sobrang daming danger out there although dito din naman maraming danger but at the same time mas mafe-feel mo lang na you have support it's not just you looking after your kids it's also like the government the people working in the background mga ganon kumbaga yun mas feeling mo okay sige gagawin ko yung due diligence ko as a mom but at the same time I'm not alone kung yun yung isipin ko yes it will be here mm-hmm. so like really like everyone deserves this kind of treatment anyway like we all deserve it so hopefully there's not much gap between what we are experiencing not being in the Philippines versus the people who stayed in the Philippines hopefully eventually mm, so the grass is greener in Melbourne but minus 10 points kasi wala yung family mo dyan exactly yes Hopefully, dito na rin sila someday para talagang green na green na siya. <laughs> I think if you become, what, a permanent resident or a citizen, you can't take your family with you there, can't you? No, I can't because um, my immediate family would then be Ian oh, right. and all kids. Oh, nga pala. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, if, if my parents or grandparents would pass us a dependent, then yes. Because I think we just need to provide proof that I am supporting them. And yeah, I'm the main person supporting them, like sending them money and all that. Um, if I can prove that, then yes, they would pass as a dependent and I can get them. I mm. think, I don't know if that changed because also one key thing for Australia is they change their rules quite often. They review it from time to time, which is great. But yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Steph. Thank you so much for having me. For people who want to know a bit more about you, how can mm. they follow you? Where can they see you online? Hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> Promote. Um, that would be at Hey Stephanie and then three underscores on Instagram. And I also have a blog called Daisy Daydreams. So the link is Daisy in Daydreams. my... Yeah, link is in my in- Instagram as well. So feel free to follow. All right, so that's Hey Stephanie with three underscores sa Instagram yes. and daisydaydreams.wix site. Is that right? Yes. Oh my God, yes. Oh, syempre. Ano ka ba? Binabasa ko yung blog mo. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much, Steph. And thank you to you, our listener, for tuning in. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe for free on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Do reach out to us on Instagram at GreenerSidePodcast or email us at thegreenersidepodcast at gmail.com. Also follow us on our new Facebook page, The Greener Side Podcast. So until the next two weeks, I'm Kring Laxon with Steph Hamisola and this is The Greener Side. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.